Go ahead, Ange. Chill. I don't want to get yelled at by Mike. <laughs> nah, you know what I he's, realized, he's man? He's a taskmaster. Task, whoa. You know what Listen, I realized? I don't want to fight this week, guys. Tired. Nah, nah, you know what I realized, dog? Who's that? Yo, everybody want to go against God. Like the order of God, right? Like, mm. you have men wanting to be women. Women wanting to be men. Kids thinking they're the parents, parents acting like the children. Like, if you look at society in a whole, bro, everybody want again wanna go against the order of God. Yep. Like deliberately. Yep. You know, and it's like the more and more I, I look at it, it's like even even if your flesh, even if your mind, even if your heart tell you one thing, do it God's way. You understand? Do it, God. even if you don't understand. Go against what you feel. Go against what you want to do. Mm-hmm. Always align with what God wants. And I'm saying this because at the end of the day, His will will be done. Like mm. you're not gonna like the way I'm looking at every like how society is just hijacking and going against the order of God on deliberately. I'm like. You're not going to win. Nope. <laughs> you're not going to win. You said it last week. Like, in, it looks like you're winning. It looks like you're getting your way. But in the end, you're going to lose. Mm. So you might as well get aligned with God now. You know? You might as well get aligned with God now because in the end, you're going to lose. If you are a man and you wake up and you're like, oh, I feel like wearing a dress today. No. Put on a pair of pants. Amen. Do it Do it God's way. <laughs> you understand what I'm saying? Like, like, whatever your mind tells you, whatever your heart tells you, whatever the desires, your desire, your flesh tells you, go against it. Do it God's way. Even if you don't understand, even if it don't feel right in the beginning, it doesn't matter. Do it God's way because God is always right. And he set this order up for a reason. Hmm. You're never going to be happy. You're never going to find joy. You're never going to find happiness. You're never going to find freedom going against God's way. Amen. Amen. You know, it, it may it may feel good in the beginning. It may you may get people to support you and speak your truth and come out and live out loud and do all of that. Yeah, it may look like that in the beginning, but in the end, <laughs> in the end, it's gonna bear fruits of death. Mm-hmm. That's what I was thinking about this morning. <laughs> Nah, nah, I'm up. We got Devo Mike. You know how long? <laughs> you know how long Devo Mike? That's why hey, it kind of hey. took me a little while to get going. Hey, this this morning appearance. I woke up. This morning I woke up and I'm like, your dog, y'all gonna lose. God's way, his will will be done, bro. Yes. That's the prayer. Oh. Thy will be done. Thy kingdom come. His kingdom is coming, bro. It's coming. And he's yeah. going to get his way. <laughs> so in, so right now, it might look like you're getting your way. It might look like you doing your thing and you living your life. And it living looks all good. Now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> it looks all good now. Mm-hmm. But in the end, his will will be done. That's it. He popping Yo. today. 
Yeah. Welcome to the Norm Park Podcast. (laughs) (laughs) And that was Mike, (laughs) aka Devo Mike. Chill, chill, chill. (laughs) To my left. Chill, bro. (laughs) We clicking on all cylinders today, baby. Now I'm up. (laughs) I'm ready to go. Nah, bro. Nah, for real, man. I'm like, yo, dog. Uh, nah, and that, that, was... and that and that applies to even us, man. Yeah, of course. You know, even us sitting here, bro. Like, so just so many things in my life. I'm like, yo, bro. It don't matter, b. It's all about your will. Every time I read His Word, everything I got going on in my life, as soon as I read the Word of God, I'm like, dog. Yeah. It's about you. It's about what you want, and I gotta, I gotta align with you. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, I got to, whatever plans I had, whatever desires, whatever's going on in my life, dog, I got to change everything to align with you because you are the Lord. That's it. Mm, You know, and it's sobering, man. So at the end of the day, bro, if you're listening to this, bro, get on God's side now. Amen. Because at the end of the, yo, when when he comes, yo, and and Jesus is coming. And he's coming. Just a you little know. reminder, if we haven't yeah. said that. This yeah, yeah, yeah. So far. Jesus, <laughs> you know, and I, I thought yeah. about that. I was like, yo, I haven't, I, have my, my, I ain't PSA to people. <laughs> yeah, you didn't say that. <laughs> <in> no. <laughs> Jesus is coming. Right, Ange? Yo. Fast. But, but like Mike is saying, yo, it feels good to be on his side. Amen. You know what I'm saying? Like, we're living in this world right now, which is wicked and increasingly evil. And we chilling because we have that hope. That hope that doesn't disappoint, that hope who is Jesus Christ. It don't matter what they throw at us as Christians. Mm. We know he's coming for his church. We're part of his bride. And for all of eternity, we're going to be on his hip. Yo, get on his side while you still can, man. It's it's not a game. People are dying randomly. Like, you look all over your social media feed. Rest in peace, so-and-so. Like, young people dying. This is no joke. <laughs> the afterlife is for real. Hell is for real. Heaven is for real. Go check out that hell episode. Yo, get on, get on his team, son. Nah, you're 100 percent right. Um, actually, I got there was this dude that had to come and fix our uh, fix our friend's um tire. Uh, Ange, uh, Ange tire. Her car was broken in our driveway, and then the uh, guy we called the uh, AAA guy to come fix it. So as he's fixing it, um, I started speaking to him. And uh, and then, you know, I started sharing the gospel and then he started saying all these things about, you know, I don't believe, you know, uh, I know there's some higher power, but I don't believe in the Bible. And so I started, you know, explain, giving some apologies, apologetic answer in terms of like, OK, creation versus evolution. We know God is real. All right. Why is the Bible real? The evidence of the Bible, the Bible being real, historical facts and, you know, archaeological facts and all these things. So and he's like fighting with me, ref- trying to refute everything I say. Then I just stopped. I said, okay, what would it take for you to believe in Jesus Christ and that he is our Lord and our Savior? He says, until I see him. And I'll, and it just rang so loudly because you do. I'm like, really? You do not want to see him unsaved because he's going to, you're going to see him and you're going to see him as judge. And not like, Savior. And not as Savior because he's real and he's coming. And if you if you're not on the right side as a saved born again Christian, he's gonna meet you as the judge. Yo, we got Devo Mike, we got Storytime Ralph, <laughs> I got the bucket hat on. We popping today. 
The Lord is gonna reveal something today, dog. <laughs> this don't usually happen. Yo, and man. Ash got his pink shirt on, baby. Yeah, yeah. He's he's in Rosado form, baby. Man. <laughs> I, we could just end the episode right now. Nah, man. But we're gonna get into the rest of uh, chapter seven of Romans. Yes. But that was a great um, it's a great start to the podcast, man. Just pouring out, pouring out our hearts. It, it it reveals our hearts and how we feel about just the world, how we feel about people, our desire, aligning our, our hearts to God. And it's about, like Mike said, man, at the end, it's about God and his will is going to happen. But, you know, like Ann said, we want everybody to get on board, right? While you have, while you still got breath in your lungs, you have an opportunity. Um, yeah, when you see him, it's too late. It's that, that's too late. If you see him in the state that you're in, it's already too late. So take this opportunity today. You know, that's why when you go into the scriptures, it says today, right now, uh. is the hour of salvation. So if you're hearing this right now, you can ask the Lord Jesus Christ to come into your life. You could acknowledge that you're a sinner and that you can't save your life. You can't save yourself. It's impossible. But he made a way, right? He made a way through his sacrifice in order for you to receive his life, in order for you to share in his very essence and his very life. And you could do it right now, right? You could pause this episode and, and just pray to God and ask, ask God to come into your life, right? It's, it's, it's no secret prayer <laughs> as long as it's genuine. And it's real. And then, you know what I'm saying? You you get to know your Lord. You get to know your master and walk in his ways uh, the moment thereafter. And that's what it's all about. So, um, uh, where we, where we left off last week, man? I think we left off at six. We left off at, at nah, we left uh, off at seven, I think. Yeah, yeah, six. Yeah, six yeah. was the last. Six was the we last. Start one. at seven. Yeah. So we had we had a little disagreements. Yes. What else is new? <laughs> little disagreements. We're and, supposed to and, disagree. And, uh, chapter seven, and kind of who Paul is addressing. Uh-huh. All right, we we have different views on that, but it's cool. Yeah, it's cool. Um, but I do want to say something though. Go ahead. <laughs> Go ahead, Ralph. Can I just say one thing? Yeah, of course. <laughs> Floor's yours. No, no, no. No, <laughs> no I, I was reading it again last night and meditating and praying on it. And I must say, I know there, there was some pride in me, and you, I ask for forgiveness for that. But I, and I do see, though, um, I think the way I, I was explaining it, and that you are right. Both of you guys are right in terms of um, when he was speaking about the law, that he was specifically addressing the Jews. I... Um, and in the beginning part, like from seven one, and that's a continuation from six, in terms of like addressing them, you know, the body of death, you know, the law of sin and death, that principle of like, like you said when you brought in Romans two fourteen, the works of the law was written on the Gentiles' heart, so the obligation of the just the moral obligations that you know you're condemned by those moral obligations written on your heart, so. He includes them, so I think he's beginning as the whole principle of the law. He includes the Gentile, and then he does switch off when he says um, the the law 
um, you being dead to the, the you know, the law, um, be being dead to the law. Now he's addressing the Jews. So I think he was addressing gen, the Gentile Christians, and then he turns his attention to address the Jewish Christians because the Gentile Christians, they're, you know, he says, yo, you're, you've been dead to that because you've been baptized into the death of Jesus Christ. So the whole, the, um, that sinful flesh, um, you've been dead to that. You've died to that. You no longer are empowered by that. Now you could serve in newness and spirit. Mm -hmm. Then as he continues on, he needs now, now the Jews, not only do they have that sinful flesh, but they also have this peculiar power over them, which is the law, the Mosaic law, that they have to not only die to that sinful flesh, but they also have to die to the written Mosaic law, mm -hmm. which they were bounded by. So I think it's a combination. All he had to say is, you right. <laughs> no, I'm playing, I'm but, the, but the thing is, but the thing is, we're both right. Mm. Yeah. And I think your perspective is the principles, right? So again, me too. I'll apologize. You know, I get stubborn. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I like to yeah, win the little Look at all fights. this making up happening, <laughs> man. I told you this episode was going to be You guys peculiar. are so mature, man. You set it off. <laughs> but I think the part that bothers me is like yeah. we went through it. Yeah. Right? And I want to understand what Paul is saying in the context right. that we're reading. Definitely. Yeah. So now when you brought it up, I was like, wait a minute, but we're not i understand the principle right. and i was like yeah you're right i get that part right. if you want to you know spiritualize it and make it general for everybody because we all could learn something from that right right and i know we're going to get into it later but based on the flow of the story yeah. and the context right. i was like nah yeah, yeah 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 right and then you even brought it up like when we go to chapter two it says for as many have sinned without the law right. will also perish without the law mm -hmm. and as many have sinned in the law Right. will be judged by the law so throughout the whole letter paul is distinguishing these groups mm -hmm. right right and he was saying yo you gentiles y'all savages y'all barbarians right y'all guilty right because we were talking about the indictment of people right and he said yo even that's the case your creation talks about god but you guys still don't seek after him yeah. Mm -hmm. And then he turns around to the Jews and be like, yo, you guys have a special place because right. you're special. You got the law. You guys were supposed to be teachers. Right. But what you guys do? You guys are hypocrites. And you're supposed to be teaching these Gentiles. And then he goes, listen, you have the Gentiles that don't even have the word, but they still behave by following the word. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then he goes into that. And then after that, he goes into your circumcision. It doesn't mean nothing if it's outwardly. Mm. It's an inward change. Right. And then in three, he goes, yo, everybody missed the mark. Everybody falls short. That's what he's talking about in the right. first one, two, three. And then at the end of three, that's when he introduces, yo, if Jesus didn't intervene in mankind, everybody was doomed to hell. Yes. But he came apart from the law mm. for that salvation. Mm. And then he goes into that and then... He goes into Abraham, right? And we, we spoke about Abraham, him being justified before the law, mm -hmm. him being justified before <clears throat> circumcision. So now you had the Gentile and the Jews. Listen, if, if you believe in God in faith, you share the faith, same faith as Abraham. Right. 
So that's how he connect both of them. Right. You know what I'm saying? And then after that, we went into five. Right. So so what's what's the benefits? Mm-hmm. We spoke about what's the benefits. Mm. Right. So yeah, if I'm saying what what's in it for me, and right. we talk about the um, uh, glory, glory and tribulation, access to God, access to God, your standing. We spoke about all of that. And then it went to, you know, the perseverance and the mm. character. And, and we went through all of that. Right. And then after that, he goes into um, the two families. Mm. Right? You got Adam. And then you got Jesus. You, you got the second Adam. He was like, the first Adam did one sin. And then death and sin came into the world. Jesus. And then that created a whole bunch of sin. And then Jesus, through one act, he was able to cover all these sins. He applied the same principle. He applied the same principle. So then after that, he'd be like, all right, well, listen. Does the gospel, from the beginning, the power of the gospel, that's what he's getting into. Right. So now in six, he's talking like, yo, does the gospel teach Christians because you're saved by grace through faith? Does it mean that we could do sin? And he was like, nah, right. that's not what I'm saying. Right. And then he goes into it. You're dead to that. That's not how you're supposed to move. Dog, it used to be slave. It used to be a tyrant over you it used mm. to be ruling mm-hmm. right and then they go he goes through all that but he's like yo you're not supposed to do that and then in chapter seven as he get right. into it does the gospel teach that in order for you to live a holy life to have a relationship with god you have to follow the law right, right. and he's like no right. and you know who he talks to the experts of the law he was like brethren you guys know that's what yeah i agree yeah I you understand what I'm saying? Yeah. So yeah. now, again, yeah. like you Great. said, before we get into the sanctification that he really gets into, he's already establishing these things. Yes. He's right. like, yo, y'all Gentile, that, you barbarians. Right. You know what I'm saying? Stop living in sin. You don't have to do that. Sin doesn't have rulership. Do, do dominion over you. It's, mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not your master anymore. You don't have to cooperate. He was like, the, the, the Jews, same thing applies to you. Listen, the law is not, you know, the marriage, you dead, mm. that relationship is broken. So guess what? Now you can marry another, mm. get with Jesus Christ. Right. So that's what, but in principle, I agree with you, Ralph. <laughs> You're right. No, I, I, the you know way, what I'm saying? The way, listen, I, I was, I saw it the same way from when I read it. But my thing yeah. is, it's like, yo, I want to yeah. know what Paul right. is saying. Yeah. Because if you don't understand what Paul is saying, somebody's going to come to you and be like, uh, da, 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 da. And you're trying to spit the principle, right. which is correct. Right. But it doesn't make sense when you're right. reading right. in context, how would they have received mm. what Paul is saying? So, right. again, no, it's a deeper, you're going in deeper, a deeper context of because I, somebody could read it and i think they can understand it you know but again we're going we're breaking it down contextually you know so we just we and just want to do it in an order and go in deeper and that's the whole point right. this is the reason yeah. why we're, we we go through it and to make you know sure it's, that we it's go my personal them. belief like yeah. in order for you to get deeper you got to understand just the words right know? like what what he's saying so mm-hmm. So we're gonna start that up. up. (laughs) (laughs) Nah, you know, I think honestly, I think it all happened for for that what you just gave, because you gave a good recap. Yeah, you understand? And that recap, I think, is necessary for anybody. Let's say somebody probably start at this episode. Now you got a quick recap, and I think it was necessary. So it's all right. It's okay, guys. (laughs) 
All right, so uh, we read verse 6. So, Ange, you want to do 7 to 12? Yes, sir. What shall we say then? Is the law sin? Certainly not. On the contrary, I would not have known sin except through the law. For I would not have known covetousness unless the law had said, You shall not covet. But sin, taking opportunity by the commandment, produced in me all manner of evil desire. For apart from the law, sin was dead. I was alive once without the law. But when the commandment came, sin revived and I died. And the commandment, which was to bring life, I found to bring death. For sin, taking occasion by the commandment, deceived me and by it killed me. Therefore, the law is holy and the commandment holy and just and good. Mm-hmm. All right. So what's, what's Paul? What's Paul getting into in this section? What's the question he asks? I think he's clarifying first that the law is not sin. Mm-hmm. Right? He's differentiating between it, which is something somebody could get confused with the whole analogy of the marriage and having to die to get rid of it, has dominion over you. Some people may see that as, as it being a negative, but the whole purpose of the law was just to reveal sin. Mm-hmm. So, so he wanted to make separate things. Yeah, he wanted to make that clear. No, the law is not sin. Mm-hmm. He actually finishes off by saying, "Yo, the law is holy. Yep, the law is just, mm-hmm. and the law is good. All right, so it's holy, it's just, and it's righteous. Hmm. That's yeah. the law. So, um, I think if you if you read for when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law." We're at work in our members to bear fruit to death. So that's um, verse five. So you can read that. It's like the law was causing these sinful passions to arouse. So a natural question is like, uh, so is the law bad? Is the law sin? And he's like, no, no, no. That's not the case, right? And we see that in everyday example. Like, you know, when you're driving on the highway (laughs) and you know the the speed limit says 65. And what do you do? I'm going to go 70. I'm going to go five above. You know, or I'm gonna go ten above. I, yeah. they, they probably would have grace and not give me a ticket. So it's like the the, the flesh always want to break the break the law because the flesh we're just we're rebellious by nature. Or when you see the sign that says "Don't touch wet paint," what do everybody do? <laughs> they go and check to see if it's wet or not. Right. <laughs> or don't walk on the grass, and you see the trail. So you always see that by nature we are rebellious to all form of law, and mankind has to rebel. Mm-hmm. Because of that sinful nature that's within us, and I think it kind of played to what you were saying before, mm. right? 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 This rebellious spirit mm-hmm. going yeah. against God, right? Yep. It's it's in the nature of man, in the nature of the unregenerated man, right? Like it's it's just in you, and Paul kind of gets into it. Yeah, and I, and reading it is kind of what sparked that. You know, like reading Romans 7 and reading Romans 8, you know, constantly reading it. That's what kind of sparked it. You know, you see it, you know, and, and it's, you're born into it because it, we're children. You know, you, got, you tell a kid, don't touch that. And you walk yeah. away. The first thing they're going to do, they're going to go touch it. 
Yeah. You know, it's it's something that you're you're born into. You know, it's yeah. it's that sin nature that you have and that's what the law did. The law was like a magnifying glass. It was like an X-ray machine. Right. You know, you deal with you deal with reading X-rays all day. Yeah. You know, on the outside you can't see it and that's what that's why Paul is it what Paul uses he used covetousness mm. cuz that's something from the heart. You know what I mean? It's a desire of the heart. It's not something that's necessarily played out. Paul was like, you know, I was the Pharisee of the Pharisees. I walked straight, but when he read the law, he realized, oh, covetousness. He was right. like, I do that because that's something of the heart. Mm -hmm. And, you know, it even goes back to Jesus where Jesus was breaking down what sin really was. He was like, yo, you don't have to kill if you hate your brother that sin. Right. You know, because that's really what the law is. You know, that the law was like an x-ray machine. You know, it revealed the hearts and the minds of the people. So exactly. So it's like, don't do that. It aroused in you to go and do it. That's what the Lord and did. And this, this is why people hate the truth when you're evangelizing. You know what I mean? And you're revealing to them that what they they love, that sin that they love is wrong. You know, it's, it's against God's desires for you and that's why people hate it that's why mm -hmm. they spit at you that's why they throw things at you so that's why the law is so good man it just reveals to people mm -hmm. that they're in the wrong mm -hmm. some people respond with hearts where they're genuine and they're like you know what i'm wrong but others just most of the world hates it yeah. so how would you how would you define covet like a simple what is that to desire what's not yours yeah mm -hmm. like so that's the that's the particular sin that Paul got conviction of. Mm -hmm. He was coveting because like we know we know the history of Paul. We know the type of dude that he is. Right. It wasn't stealing. It wasn't, you know, murder, adultery, adultery. He those things he was able to um, he was able to do those things. But now, like you said, this is revealing this internal thing because it's right. easy for you to show something on the outside. Yep. Right. And I think Paul hit that brick wall. The Holy Spirit was like, <laughs> right, right, right. It's easy. You could be on point on the outside. And he says it like I was a Pharisee. I studied over here. Boom. I'm this. I'm this. I'm that. Mm -hmm. But he said once he got convicted of this last sin, mm. he was like, yo, it killed me. Right. Right, and then not only that, it, it said produced. it produced. Right, mm -hmm. he, it produced all manner of evil desires. Right. For apart from the law, sin was dead. Meaning, it was dormant when he when he didn't have those convictions. When he wasn't convicted of that by the Holy Spirit, it was dormant. He was right. ignorant, like this right. blissful. Yeah, right. ignorance is bliss. Ignorance right. is bliss. Right, he didn't understand it. But when he got convicted, that's when the <laughs> sin was like, oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I was about to do, watch this. <laughs> sin was like, yeah, I'm going to show you how sinful you are. Yeah, right, how, but he was right. sinning the whole time, right? What just to clarify. Like he was still committing those sins. He just yeah. didn't realize right. it. Right. Until the law. The, the, Until he read that law. That's the what I want to make. I just want to make that clear right. to so, people. But that what, he was still living in sin and, and committing them. He just didn't know it yet. No, no, no. What? You say he was committing sin. No, he was basically... Yeah. He was always coveting, but he didn't realize he it didn't until realize the law was coveting. Coveting. Right. right. And then right, when right. the law hit him, like you said, it started to produce. Now that he realized that, <laughs> now he's seeing all the time he's coveting. Right. But yeah. it's it's an internal thing. It wasn't right. an outward out, right. outward thing. Right. You know what I'm saying? So you looking at Paul, you like, oh, you're on point. No, you. There's a lot of people. 
you could look at on the outside right. and you'd be like, oh, this person is on point. But nah, Paul came to the realization that he has this nature in him. And the fact that you're coveting, your thoughts are sin. Right. Mm-hmm. Like your, your thoughts, if it's covetousness, that in itself, it's sin. You don't have to act it out. Correct. And that's what he discovered. That's why he died. Because right. now any chance for him to be righteous, right. it was gone. any chance for him to be holy, any chance for him to be good, any chance for him to achieve this godliness, dead. Because you know what? What sin said? Sin said, ha ha. <laughs> and the law was like, yo, you're dead. You're dead. Because you break the law. Right. And that's when that's what he realized. That's why he was like your dog. So that's verse know, nine, right? Uh, just what you just it. explained. Yeah, I was yeah, once verse, alive with verse the seven, law. eight, and nine. Yeah, that whole yeah, part. So yeah, that <laughs> part. Hey, you know, you know what's a good example with that is when Jesus was speaking to that um, young rich ruler, when the guy said, "How can I uh, in, inherit eternal life or mm-hmm. inherit the kingdom?" And he says, "Oh, have you kept?" Uh, you know, have you you've kept all the commandments, right? right. You haven't you haven't uh, lied, you haven't committed adultery, you've honored your mother and father, and and the young guy say, yeah, I've kept all of those. Then he said, okay, since you kept all of those, which were all the outward acts, right? Then Jesus went to the inward act. All right, sell everything you got, and come follow me. And then that revealed his heart when he walked away sad because he revealed his heart how he was coveting of those riches or those that was his God. You know, it was an internal thing. So right. this is the same kind of very similar what Paul was saying, how that covetous, that last commandment is what gets you because that deals with the inward man yeah, and not the outward application of the law, right? which could look perfectly good to someone, right? but not know the person's heart. So it's, it's easy to say, hey, I didn't commit these things and not recognize that your, your nature inherently, Indeed. you're sinful. Right. And I think that's what Paul established and verses one, two, one through three. It's like you're, you're from Adam. Yep. You're part of Adam's family. It's it's in your DNA. Yep. If I, if in order to put it that way, to understand, like your dog is in you. You could do the greatest things, but if you have a bad thought, that's evidence that there's something bad in you. Yep. And that's what Paul realized. Can I ask you a question here? Mm-hmm. In nine, it says where he says sin revived and I died. He's not talking about the same type of death that he was talking about with the marriage, right? Analogy, where he died with Christ. No, right? no, 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 no. So I just no. want to, yeah, you know, no, no, that yeah, that's not that's not what he's saying. That he he's talking about he he's he's dead in sin now, right? I think I think the way he's framing it is like the effects of sin. Yes, right. Shame, hurt, pain. Sin is gonna drag you down. And Paul, he was a dude that was trying to please God. Right, he was he was a Pharisee. Right. That's how he was living. But he realized you know, all that is dead because the law now is condemning you. Your your sin is showing you. Ha ha, you're the worst. Yeah. So he's technically dead in his sins. Yeah. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So I want to make sure he's that reali- people realize right. that reali- that's what he's talking about. There is being dead in his sins. Mm-hmm. Where previous in the earlier in the chapter we were talking about dying in Christ. Right, right to right, be yeah. right. removed from the law. So there's two different types of death that correct. Yeah. Right. So so yeah. to put it simply, Paul realized his nature. Yep. Right. Yeah. And he realized his nature is sin, and he realized he's dead. Dead. Right. And, yep. Okay. Dead and sin. Right. 
So um, let's let's read on. Uh, what was it? Thirteen mm-hmm. to what? Yeah, this 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 is acrobatic. Uh, yeah, this one's <laughs> jump through hoops on <laughs> this one. So let's, let's let's take it real slow. The whole thing. Uh, twenty. Let's Up do to twenty. 20. Has then what is good become death to me? Certainly not. But sin, that it might appear sin, was producing death in me through what is good. So that sin, through the commandment, might become exceedingly sinful. For we know that the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. For what I am doing, I do not understand. For what I will to do, that I do not practice. But what I hate, that I do. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. For to will is present with me. But how to perform what is good, I do not find. For the good that I will to do, I do not do. But the evil I will not to do, that I practice. Now if I do what I will not to do, it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. I think everybody understands that we could keep we could keep moving to twenty one. I mean, it's self-explanatory, B. I just got to take it slow. Yeah, read it very slow. <laughs> All right, so let's start. Has then what is good become death to me? What is good? The law. The law. Right. So he's asking. So the did the law become death to me? Mm-hmm. And he answered. He answered it no. But what has become death, or what has he realized? But sin, sin, that it might appear sin, right? So the law made sin appear to be sin. Whereas before those convictions, he was in blissful ignorance. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, was producing death in me through what is good, so that sin, through the commandment, might become exceedingly sinful. So that's the thing. He's, he's showing that the law is good. The law is perfect, but the problem is him. Is it's your sinful flesh, you know? So the law is gonna do his job. It reveals who you are, and that it's his flesh that cannot keep this law. But the law is perfect. The law is spiritual. The law is good, but mm-hmm. my flesh hates it, and and can't keep it, yep. and can't follow it. And the crazy thing about it's like, and even with the the law, it. It uh, sparks this sinful nature, mm. and that's what he's constantly. That's why he kept saying that it's like it's producing death in me. You know, it starts to produce. Like even when he says it in, um, I think in eight, producing me all manner of evil desires. He realized that your dog, the flesh is so corrupt yeah. that when it sees the law that is good. It wants to rebel against it. Right, right. It wants to go against it. It's not even the fact that it just reveals that I'm sinful, but it starts to desire. It starts to war against this, against the law, which is good. It starts to war against uh, uh, um, um, 
God's nature and holiness. You know, right. mm-hmm. it wants to go. It wants to right. deliberately go against it, and that's and that's what Paul is showing. How deep. That's why it, it says, uh, you know, through the commandment might become exceedingly sinful. Right. You know, it starts to reveal how deep you know the flesh mm-hmm. hates the law. It right. hates what's good. And like, for example, just to show you how how what the flesh does to the like God tells us we're supposed to love God with all our hearts and our minds and love our neighbors, right? And then how how do people take love? Like the flesh, the sinful flesh, take love and turns it to lust. You know what I'm saying? Right. So now, and that lust gets translated into so many different aspects. So it's no longer a man loving his wife. Now he's lusting and fornicating after multiple women. Then it translates into prostitution. Then it translates into pedophilia. Mm. It translates into bestiality. Right. So you've taken love, something that God created, and it turned it to lust and all these exceedingly sinful yeah. things. Which should have been, but that's what happens to the sinful flesh. It progresses. It, t- it progresses, and it takes you know. So everything, justice is good, but then what happens? You see, looting and robbing. Right. right <laughs> you know, right. in the name of justice. Right. So you see, anything that's good in the name of reparations. In the name of reparations, they take it and they translate it and turn it into something exceedingly wicked. Right. Mm. So you know? we're seeing a perversion of. Uh, like these things you mentioned, right? Love. The, and these things are good. Justice. But sin, and obviously, right, the nature of that, when you go into Satan, it perverts it. Right. It it turns it into a lie. And because un, unregenerated men and women mm-hmm. are under the tyrant rule of sin... That's what you're gonna do. Mm-hmm. That's what you're gonna follow. Right. You know what I'm saying? So that 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 makes that makes perfect mm-hmm. sense. And you know, in chapter one, we kind of went into it. We saw the progression into the pit of wickedness and evilness in chapter one, right? Where mm. you know the Lord is like, "Yo, I'm gonna turn you gonna turn over, turn right. over," and it just progressively gets worse right. because sin does not sit still. Yeah, and that's why, you know, everything is anti-authority. Right. You know, defund the police. De- you have that whole attitude because it's just our sinful nature of the law. That's why now, as soon as you see the law, it's like, oh, the law is bad. You know, you know you were speeding. You know right. you got busted. Or you know you was drunk driving and you got caught. But, you know, no, I'm I'm not. I'm going to resist the arrest. It's like every video you see now, somebody's resisting arrest. That's right. You need humility but, to do that. <laughs> But right. you know deep down inside, ah, you broke the law. But that soon as you see it and it's time for the law to be uh, executed on you, dog, it's nah. like the law is a magnet. It draws out. Right. So that resisting arrest and hating uh, uh, authority and hating law and hating, dog, it's, that's what the law do. It's like a magnet. It just draws out just your, uh, your true nature. You know, you know, it's an interesting thing. I heard like uh, a person was giving a comparison in terms of um, – like the fallen nature, the sinful nature, man. And it was comparing it with and how, how this scripture when it says like the body of death does nothing but like sin just produces fruits of death, right? And we see that like we're explaining right now. Mm-hmm. And that, you know, when a person's born again, he produced fruits to God. All right, you know, and we know the fruits of the spirit, this love, joy, peace, long suffering, kindness, mm-hmm. all these things that come. Um, and the way he was explaining is that when you see that mankind, unregenerate man, they are machines. And they can't produce any fruits. You know, all the only thing that machine could do is smash an orange and make, you know, 
concentrated juice. It just smashed, you know, but the machine cannot produce uh, uh, orange. It cannot produce mm. an apple. Mm -hmm. It cannot produce cherries. What they could do, they could take that fruit and destroy it and turn it to juice, turn it to something else, freeze it. You know what I'm saying? So, but, but when you become born again, now you can produce fruits, right. real fruits, oranges and apples and fruits to God. And I think that's what we, uh, and he said the Lord's spiritual be. So let me ask you guys a question. This section right here. I know, I know what you're about to ask. Go ahead and ask. Is it, <laughs> is it Paul or Saul? You see? <laughs> <laughs> Who's speaking? Well, who from, do you think is speaking? From verses 13 through 20? Yeah, or 14. Oh, 14? Yeah. Okay. I'll, I'll, give, I'll give my point. Yeah, give your point. <laughs> so I yeah, think when he says down. here, for we know the law is spiritual, but I am carnal, sold under sin. Mm -hmm. Right? Um, and I guess the only reason I'm saying it is because I see the rest, the, the wrestling down towards later, right? But I think that when he says, I am carnal, I think it's Paul speaking. Um, and the only reason why I say that, because, for example, when he addresses... Uh, the Christians in the Corinthians, he says, you are carnal, carnal-minded. When a person that's unregenerated, unsaved, you refer to them as the natural man. The natural man is discerned. Cannot he, the um, Things are dis like, he's spiritually discerned. He cannot understand the spiritual things because he's natural. He's unregenerated. He's dead. He's not born again. But a carnal man is like a person that's born again, but... He, he is carnally minded where he's in the flesh and he's more so submitting more to the flesh as opposed to submitting to the spirit. So he, he, so I think there's a difference between the natural man, the carnal man, and the spiritual man. Natural man, unsaved. Carnal man, he's saved, but he looks like a hot mess. And, you know, and then we'll talk later about that. And then the spiritual man who is born again, and he is submitted to the Holy Spirit and obedient. So that's my take on it. What do you think? So are you promoting carnal Christians? Absolutely not. That theology or that? Uh, no, he didn't promote it. He nah, just he broke promote. it down. Yeah, I just didn't bring it. I just because I, I think no, that but I'm saying not promote it, but saying that it's, it's it's real. I think, I think it's uh it's real, but if a person is truly saved, that they should move out of that state. Because I think that carnal man is like the wilderness, you know, like a so, picture of a Christian that's in the wilderness and remains in this chapter and has not gone to chapter eight. So th th what I was going to okay. say here is, one, that question, I've, I've never even thought of, about it. So to me, this is just Paul. But I, I feel like these verses here, 15 through 20 or to 21, is a, a temporary, these are temporary seasons in the life of a Christian where they're struggling with something. So to me, like, I, I have a hard time with that, um, whatever that theology is about carnal Christianity. Like to me, when we get into eight, I'll, I'll tell you why I, I, I think that that's just false. Mm -hmm. um, so, but when, when he says carnal, to me, it's just the part of his, of the of it's just the flesh right because we're spiritual and then we, we we're always going to have the flesh we're always going to have that sin nature in us right so that's what i think he's saying by by carnal your, your question i don't know I, I think it's paul who's speaking i don't think he's he's re referring to to pre 
you know, being mm-hmm. saved. I think this is Paul. What do you think? What do you think, Mike? Mike? Both. <laughs> <laughs> I believe it could apply. The apl- non-answer. Nah, you know what? I believe it could apply. Like, honestly, I believe that it's both because Paul was a man who followed the law. You understand what I'm saying? He was mm. a Pharisee in the beginning. So this was a man who did things in his strength. He tried to follow God according to the law. He tried to do things that were right. And I believed it it could have been Paul in the beginning of his walk also. You know, it, it's applicable there also. So that's why, that's the only reason I believe it's both, uh, according to the context of Paul, because that's what you asked. It, wh- who is it, Paul or Saul? Yeah. Yeah. You know, this was a man who was religious before. Like, mm. you know, you have people that are Muslim that follow the laws. You know, they follow certain laws. You know, they, they, um, you know, they walk a certain path and they're moral, they're good, they're this and such and such, whatever the case may be. But deep down, it's, when you look at, if, if you put a magnifying glass on their walk, this could apply to them. You know, a man who's not saved, who's just trying to be religious, trying to uh, be right, be in the right standards of God in his own strength. Mm. And then you can have a Christian when, you know, I know when I first got saved, you know, even now, you know, there's certain things that you will try to do in your own strength. Right. You know, and you start to realize that, dog, I'm carnal. You know, mm. I have this body. I have this flesh. And I can't I can't put those things on me to consider myself righteous towards God. Mm. You know, so I, I, I totally understand where it's both. And that's the only reason okay. I said what I said. Okay. What do you say? I, I used to think that it was Paul speaking, regenerated Paul. Mm. But now I think, obviously, it's Paul, but he's speaking from his experience as Saul, right? And there's certain things in this that contradicts chapter six, right? When he says, I'm carnal, I'm sold under sin. But chapter six, we just finished saying that, yo, you freed. Sin has no power of you. So why is he saying that? Why is his tone so um, defeated, failure, um, he talks about there's a lot of eyes in this. Yeah, that's right. why I lean towards. So you you you're you're hearing. So let me let me show you when you go back to um, verse five, right? For when we were in the flesh, the sinful passions which were aroused by the law were at work in our members to bear fruit to death. From fourteen to the end, that's what he's expounding on. And then he goes on to say, but now. We have been delivered from the law, having died to what we were held by, so that we should serve in the newness of the spirit and not in the oldness of the letter. Chapter 8, he expounds on that part. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. So now you're seeing, obviously, I'm keeping it in context of him talking to the Jews, and now he's going into his experience as a Jew and the conflicts he was having in his life, trying to do things in his own strength. So my question is, you don't think that he, there was never a point as with that when Paul first got saved that he didn't that this didn't so, was applicable to him? So the the I agree with when a Christian first gets saved, yeah, it's similar why, to this. That's what I'm saying. But 
again, in context, I don't believe that's what Paul is saying. Oh, right okay, here. I see what you're saying. Okay. I see what you're you understand what I'm saying? Oh, right, right, right. Because okay. I, I could agree with that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I see what right? you're saying. A person gets saved, yeah, they yeah. automatically, oh, now I have saying. to do good, and they lean towards the law. Okay. Right. But if we're going based on the letter, Paul already broke down how you're saved apart from the law and da-da-da-da-da-da. So there's, he can't be saying that here. So now he's talking to the Jews, and he was like, yo, when, when, when the, the nation of Israel tried to relate through the law, yo, as a nation, we died. Mm-hmm. And now he's given his personal experience. Right. No, and I, certain I things that saying. he's saying, like, yo, I'm carnal. So he wouldn't say that. I think I, I, don't, I don't see that, bro. I see listen, 16, I, I understand. Listen. What, I don't agree. I can don't I say, totally can subscribe I, to yeah. it, but I, I understand. Yeah, well, can I, 16 and yeah. 17 to me make it seem like this is a new person. It says, if then I do what I will not to do. The old Paul right. didn't have that will right. to do good. Yeah. Because, Why you say that? No, he he didn't have that will to do good. No, nah, from he, what he's talking, when he was he, religious, he when, did. No, That's he believed to follow the law, but not to do what is good for Christ. That's right. different. Following right. the law and that inside will. Because look, look, look. If then I do what I will not to do, I agree with the law that it is good, right? Mm-hmm. But now it is no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. Mm-hmm. The pre-Paul didn't know about that, right? The pre-Paul didn't know he was sinning. He didn't know there was sin because what we just read, right? He 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 was. A, it says he was alive before the law. Well, and then, so what I'm saying is, to me, 16 and 17 seem like a person who's regenerated, who understands that it's it's a spiritual war. It's a war between the spirit and the flesh. Right, right. And wait, wait. But the spirit is not mentioned yeah. here. Yes, it does. I mean. No, I mean, for, I mean, for for we know that the law is spiritual, right? So we're talking about no, spiritual wait, wait. and carnal. No, 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 no. Wait, wait, wait. What is he talking about? He's talking about the law. Yeah, yeah. the law is spiritual because the law came from God. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's so meaning it's spiritual. It's from a spiritual origin. That's that's yeah. what he means. But we're we're still talking about the law. Yeah. Okay. So what is he trying to achieve right here? I mean, he's trying to. He's achieve. trying to follow the law. No, I mean, I think he's trying to do what you said in his own power, right? He's trying being a Christian, but we let, do that all the time. But but understand the context that I'm talking about. No, no, I understand what yeah. what so, your context that you're saying. No, but I just don't see that. No, but he's trying to achieve the law. That's why he came and said that tenth law. It killed me. This is all dealing with law. We understand that as Christians, we're no longer under the law. So now you have to look at what he's saying, how he's saying it, and then he's there's a part where he says he's his desire, right? Is to um he has a desire for the law. Why are we talking about the law? Did, why are we talking about the law? Yes. I mean, we, we the whole chapter was talking about the law. I the thought. whole chapter yeah, yeah, is yeah. saying you're no longer under the under law. the law. You can't yep. achieve righteousness. Uh-huh. You can't achieve just. You can't be justified. Yeah, exactly. You can't, Right. So he, he already established that in the beginning. And then he goes into his personal experience as, as a, a, a Pharisee. No, that's that, what I don't I don't think. I think this is his personal experience as someone who's saved. So as someone who says he's he's saying that he's carnal and he's yes. saying that he's under sin. Yeah. But he's saying carnal, not as I'm a carnal Christian. He's saying the fleshly part of him. Right. Where sin dwells. But it, the, the, 
we, we're going to sin until we die. Correct? I'm not talking about perfectionism. I'm, I'm not, not saying perfectionism. I'm saying yeah. sin is no, in no, us. But, but it's in our fleshly parts. I understand that. I understand that. But listen to what Paul is saying and how it contradicts what he just said. Because if that's the case, now you're opening the door where I could be like, you know what? I'm just like Paul. Paul is not doing that. No, he's no, not. No. Listen, he's not going to put something out there where somebody's going to be like, well, Paul, you went through it. I'm carnal. I'm on the sin. I'm struggling. And this failure where he says, I, um, did we read to the end? I don't no, know if we, we haven't read done that yet, which is what well, yeah. so, Right. And he says, sin dwells in me. Mm -hmm. right yeah. and he's talking about but how to perform what is good i do not find yeah so now how does that gel obviously we read ahead how does that gel with chapter eight it doesn't how does that gel with chapter six it doesn't because it contradicts I, those I, two no, chapters it doesn't yes, to it me does. it doesn't to me it's it's a sinful season that we go through as christians and eight reminds us the be in the beginning of eight reminds us that although we go through that and we choose sin sometimes, there's no condemnation for those who are in Christ. So if but, verse 1 is saying we're already in Christ, it has to be that here is leading into verse 8 someone who is already but in Christ. I understand what you're saying, Ange, but what I'm telling you is that's not what Paul is teaching. He's not giving license to say, yo, you have to go. A Christian don't have to go through that. Christ, yes, Christians go through it. You know what I'm saying? That's not, that's not what he's we, saying. But that's what I'm saying is not. Paul is not teaching that. That's not what he's no. teaching. Paul always teaches but, victory. Paul no, always teaches, listen, you have the resources not, to fight uh, these no. things. Well, he calls see, himself yeah, the I, chief I sinner, bro. Yeah, I, like, I, yeah, I disagree. Yeah, yeah. I but, disagree. But, Ralph, go ahead. <laughs> go ahead speak, go speak. No, the only reason because the things that what what you're bringing up it, it this was a battle from way from from long time because what happened is that the Eastern Church believed that this was unregenerated Paul and the Western church with Martin Luther and um, a lot of those other guys and John Calvin, they said that this was regenerated Paul. So this is not a new thing. So Eastern church said, this is Saul. And then the Western church says, this is Paul. I see. Mm -hmm. It so could be too, applicable. So to, that's, why, that's why I'm like, it could be applicable, it could to, be a, both, applicable to both. But, and a lot of them tend to go more towards is the regenerated. Paul yeah. And I, because, that's the only reason. Yeah. Right. Sorry, no, no, right. no. Because the thing is that, Dead men don't wrestle with the law because we see Pharisees, they try to live according to the law. But what did Jesus call them? He says, you like white sepulchers filled with dead bones. Mm -hmm. So dead men don't wrestle. Right. They don't have that battle in their mind. What, and what, when we what, first get saved, all of us. And he's, I think Paul is bringing on an application that you'll listen. Because the thing is that the previous verses, right, from 7 through um, 12, He's speaking everything in past tense. Then all of a sudden, he goes into present tense mm -hmm. and all the present tense words. And you see yeah. that it's all I, I, I. It's all self, self, self. It's not. And then we go to the next chapter. You see it's all spirit, spirit, spirit. Yes. So now, because I remember when I first got saved. All I of us. wrestled. All yeah, because, bro. But dead men don't wrestle. Bro, I that's still wrestle. Like, you know what I'm saying? So that's the thing. I think this is his wrestling when he first gets saved as a baby Christian. Okay. Yeah. So, yeah, if, so if you can't can... say that he's teaching you to wrestle. Yeah. You yeah. can't say no, that. No, you can't. Yeah. just letting you know the experience. That opens that door. So then that's the case. Then you could have carnal Christians. No. No. That's not what. Hold, stop. The letter's not over. Stop. Wait, the, the no, no. Over, but listen. Paul said that he's carnal right here. Right. He I, says he's carnal. There was right? a point okay. where he was. He's, he's In the beginning, though. Who is carnal? Now, the word carnal, who does it use? What do you mean? 
who is always referred to. They never refer to a unregenerated person as carnal. They always re- we refer to the unregenerated person, unsafe person as natural. Mm, yeah. That's the thing that I'm stuck on is that. Mm. Yeah. But <laughs> but chapter eight refers to a carnal. Yeah. And we'll get and what there. does it say? Oh, to be carnal man is death. Yeah. So then how do you okay. reconcile that? How, how do you reconcile? Wait, how do you reconcile Paul saying that he's carnal? Mm-hmm. What does he mean by saying he's sold under sin? Can, can, so you he want to go back hold on, into, hold on, I can go hold on. do verse 8 right now. I mean, chapter wait, 8. Wait, wait, hold on. What does it mean that he's sold under sin? What does that mean? For him to say that, right? Yeah. What, what does he see how to perform what is good? I do not find. Mm-hmm. Why is he saying I can't find In how to perform something that is good? Hold on. Uh-huh. Let me read 21, right? I find then a law that evil is present with me, the one who wills to do good. For I delight in the law of God according to the inward man. Delight in the law. What law? The law of God. The law of God. What's right. that? The Mosaic law. Nah, but that, no, I mean, yeah, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah, so yeah. how is he <laughs> being saved by grace through faith, mm-hmm. and he's delighting in the law of God? You know who else delighted in the law of God? Read Psalms nineteen. David says, oh, yo, I delight. I, you got to understand, there were so, men. Hold on, hold that on. that not mean the hold, word? No, hold on. There were men back that were under the law that had a desire to please God. They had a desire. They loved God. And I think that's just what he's they, saying here. Right. Just because they were Pharisees. Just Listen, Nicodemus. Yeah, no, that's what, that's what I said. I, I understand what yeah, you mean. No, I, no, I get it. it but, and yeah. and what, what Paul is realizing over uh-huh. here, because... He said, oh, wretched man that I am, who will deliver me from this body of death? Why would he say that? So when Why he, would he come to the realization that I can't help myself? And why would he say who? If he's well, already saved. So who's the inward man that he's talking about here? When he says inward man, what is he, what is he applying? It's, he's talking about these desires. He has the, this higher desire to follow God and to follow. Remember. Where did that I come s- from? I see it as un-regenerated un, um, yeah. Paul. Okay. So this is, this is Saul trying to achieve goodness righteousness in the law and the frustration that he's getting because i'm still keeping it in the context of him talking to the jews he's talking to the jews about the law he's like we're not under under the law and then he goes on to give you his personal experience i I, I see that no i I see listen that's why i said it's applicable there but again you can't say that it's not applicable to a man. That's not who, what I'm saying. So that, Remember, right, okay, I'm talking okay. about what is okay. Paul saying. Okay, I see. No, I, but I, right? I disagree that this is pre-saved Paul. Okay. So, uh, and that's fine. So let, yeah, yeah. So let, let me say again, O wretched man, who's going to deliver me? Right? And I see this as a parenthesis. Oh, thank God through Jesus Christ our Lord. And then he finishes off by saying, so then with the mind, I myself serve the law of God. But with the flesh, the law of sin. Why is he speaking like that? Why is he speaking like he's defeated, hopelessness, finished? Why is he talking like that? I when think, uh, chapter six, he was just like, "Yo, so I sin, what does da, he da, da. wait, wait, wait? What okay, does he mean in in verse nine where he says, "I was alive once without the law"? He was ignorant, and he but he was he, still following the law. He was still a Pharisee, following the law, and in his mind, he was alive. He was doing nothing wrong at that time, right. correct? Right. Because then the so law... that was pre-Christ. Yeah. He to him it was all good. He was just living the life, following <laughs> the was, commandments of the law. He was right. he was alive. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. And once he gave his heart to God, 
that's when the struggle starts, bro. Before God, there is no struggle. Like you said, dead men don't wrestle, no. bro. Okay, so let me tell you. Okay. What I'm what I'm telling you is <laughs> him talking about the law, that the law is good, that the law is just, and that the law is holy, but the law can't produce the mandates that it requires. Meaning, Ooh, yeah. the law can't make you that way. Right. Yeah. It can't make you just. Yep. It can't make you holy. Yeah, That's not know, even how it was designed that. for. But he was describing a life where he was trying to achieve those things. And then he realized, yo, there's sin in me. Who's going to save me? <laughs> That's when he comes to that part. What, That's what? why I'm saying this is Paul speaking his experience I saw because I'm keeping it in the same context of chapter 7 where he's addressing the people of the law. But what I what I see when I see all those eyes is I see us as Christians and even Paul as a Christian trying to do it himself. That's why he says, who will save me? And because we need and, and Jesus that, Christ and, and you know, his power, the Holy Spirit power. OK, to but that's why this. when he gets into chapter eight, the speech change. Holy Spirit pops up nine times. Holy Spirit don't even pop yeah, up over here. Because why? that's what we need to get through these difficult seasons, bro. But Paul understood that. Out of all people, Paul understood that. That's the reason I'm saying he wouldn't even talk like that. Paul uh, always talks I, I, I in victory. I don't believe that. And you could compare it. You could compare it. Because listen, he deals with other people. Believe like, yo, y'all off. Y'all off. Don't you know that you don't need to be in it? Don't you know the Holy Spirit? Don't. But over here, dog, it's a defeated mentality. Paul it's hopelessness. No, so, because he's trying to, he, you got to understand when Paul is doing that, he, that's his experience, though. He went through that. And he's trying to show cats who don't have the understanding. You're talking about a man who fully understands the gospel. So that's why he's showing them like, I know what state y'all are in. I know where y'all are at. I know what y'all are struggling with. I was there. When I first got saved, dog, I was there. Okay. I, yeah. When I first got saved, I didn't have the full understanding. 100%. You got to understand. God revealed. So, so, just, just let me finish. God revealed this gospel to me. It's a part of sanctification. It's it's me being sanctified. I understand the sanctification uh, the sanctification process that you're going All through. All right. So why is it so many eyes? Because this was at that point where he was trying to do it in his flesh. Himself, he was trying to do it in his own power, strength. bro. When he first got saved, he's like, "Yo, dog, that's all he knows is the law." When he first got saved, all he knows is the law. Dog, when you first get saved, you apply what you know. I applied what all the stuff that I learned before I got saved. Dog, you apply. Oh, you still applying everything it. you're saying right now is in chapter eight. No, but bro, what are you using the Holy Spirit? Sanct it's the Holy Spirit's work, and that's no, why he goes. And that's why so when why he goes to chapter eight, he's like, "Yo, dog, that's when you gotta yield to the Holy Spirit because only the Holy Spirit can sanctify you. You can't do it in your strength." And he's showing you the process here, like, "Yo, bro, I have listen." He's like, "Dog, I know the law is good, yo." In, yo, me, I know that the law is good. I know that the things of God is good. That's why he goes, this inward man. He's like, yo, just listen. He's like, yo, dog, this inward man, this thing that's in me, I know it's good. I know the desire is good. But he's like, I can't do it. But you because, can't do what? The law. Right. But why is he talking about the law? Because he, you're not supposed to be doing the law. Dog, because again, I agree with you. He's addressing Christian. He's addressing Jewish uh, 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 people, people that, uh, that got saved and that's all no, they know no but if Paul is saved why is he talking about doing the law because of who he's talking to it's not the ta same way you were saying that no. that's what you just said no that, and that's what he's saying no I'm no. saying the desire in his heart he's not, not doing the law but doing what's good he's saying no. that he knows that the law is good 
right? He's like your dog. For I delight in the law of God according why? to the inward okay. man. So what I'm asking listen. you is, why does he delight in the law? We're talking about the law. You can't be a Christian. When he's a you can't be and unsaved saying, and delight in the law. You can't be. Right. <laughs> yeah. So how was David? Why was David delighting in the saved. law? He was saved. David was a believer in Jesus and David Jesus did Christ. not have the Holy Spirit. He had in the Holy Spirit, but he was a okay. believer. He delighted in the law, meaning I want to please God. That no, but the law, this is the law. The the, the word of God. How would, how would David understand it? He's not just talking he's about the talk, Mosaic. They, D- David, he's, yeah, didn't, he's David didn't have the New Testament. Stop. David, no, has, right. David had right. the Mosaic law. That's he what he's scripture. talking about. This is delighting in the law is the scripture. Dog, it's a, you got to understand this, this, this battle came. It's not just, it's just, just not when it comes with Moses and that law. Dog, you, again, that's why we went through Genesis. You had men like Abraham. You had men like Isaac. You had men like Jacob. You had men. Yo, dog, just, just listen to what I'm trying to tell you. At the end of the day, he understanding that God is good. That's why he's like, yo, in the my inward part, yeah, there's a desire to do that. But again, dog, I'm in the flesh. You okay, understand what I'm saying? But desire to do what? To Based do what is on good. this context, his desire is to do the law. So why? my question why is, is, is why is he desiring to do the law if he's saved? Well, yeah, I don't think you, the, you know what the problem is? Because like like we like he was saying earlier is that you first get saved. What do you what do you refer to? Because now you you've refer been to saved. what you know. You refer to what you know. It is the law. Because you're like, okay, now I'm saved. Now how am I gonna walk this walk? How am I gonna be sanctified? I'm gonna be sanctified by what I know. I know the law. So the law is gonna keep me holy and righteous. I understand guys. Right? So so that's the principle. The thing that, I understand the principle. You know? I understand but, the principle. But the thing is, the whole thing is that we're using two different words. Cause in, in Romans 7, 14, when he says he's um, carnal, solid, the word that's used there is sakinos, right? Mm-hmm. And the word they use in 1 Corinthians 2, 14, when he says the natural man, the natural man is, is, um, is, is uh, sarkikos. It's two different words that he used. So why did he not use the same? That's why when they translated, when, they, when we wrote the New Testament in Greek, it's a very specific language. Mm-hmm. So they use two different words. There's a different word for carnal, and there's a different word for a natural man or an uh, unregenerate man. Mm. So a saved man, they use the word carnal, which is sarkikos, and then mm. they use a totally different word. So when you go into the Greek lexicon, because mm. I was just going through the Greek lexicon, two different words, and they always keep it consistent. When we talk about carnal, saved man, we use this word. When it's an unsaved man, they use a totally different word, the natural man. So, you- so now you're going against the Greek. No, I'm going. I'm going in context. I'm going in context. But in context, that's what he's saying. He's saying that I got saved, but now I think now now that I've been saved, I've been born again, I've been regenerated. I'm and gonna my, walk this walk through the law. The right. law. I'm gonna use this law. Right. But what I find, I find that I can't do it. I can't do it because my sinful flesh right. is still here. So wait. Okay. It. Okay. So wait. So right here, you think Paul is saying, now that I'm saved, I'm going to follow the law. After he established that you're saved through grace. No, he's saying this is where he was. That's why he's, you got to understand, he's laying it out so that, that when he gets to eight, he's like, yo, bruh, I, I got it now. But, you can't right. do it so, through the so, law. Uh, right. It's only through Jesus Christ. Me, so, okay. But he's walking you down. Bro. So, so He's not talking about salvation. He's, not, he's, talking, he's, not he's walking you down. He's talking about sanctification here. So here yeah. he's talking about sanctification. Yeah, he's talking about sanctification. And he's saying that he's trying to do it himself. Yeah, that, I he's know, that's ho- where I, he was. Ho- that's where he was. Yeah, he's trying to do it himself. Yeah, he's hopeless. Yeah, 
and he realizes that he's a wretched man. Yes. Yeah. After chapter six. And after chapter five, you're yep. saying this is what he's saying right here. Yeah. Right, because he's yeah. dealing with the law. Like you said, he's dealing with the law. He's dealing with the Jews he's, who he, all they know I, is the law. No, no. He's but he already established that it's not through that. He's talking to the Jews and like, yo, you're not under the yeah. law. But So why would he say you're not under the law and then start talking about him trying to fulfill the law? No, because he's, he's talking about the struggle. Yeah. He's talking about the struggle he's that you're saying he, this is sin. what you know. No, he's talking about the struggle of following the law. No, he's that not, I, bro. No. Because he, he says sold under sin. For Why? what I am doing, he's I not do sold. not understand. But in chapter six, but if it's you're not, hold that on, he's... hold on, hold on. That's why I'm saying it's contradictory. It's, to me, it's, it's cause, to me, it's yes. Because in chapter no. six, he says you're no longer sold on I'm the not, sin. It's not and then over here, he's saying I'm sold on the to sin. To me, he struggled. Yeah. To me, he's over, struggling and, with sin. And what proves it is how verse eight. I mean, chapter eight okay. starts, where it says, "Therefore," which is a continuation of the whole thing. Therefore, okay. there is no condemnation for right. those who are in Christ Jesus. <laughs> okay. This okay. is so, all about right. the struggle as a Christian, bro. Right. Okay, yeah, so yeah. you think you think that's Paul talking? Yeah. You think that's Paul? Yeah. You think that's Paul? Yes. I think it's Saul. Okay, okay. Cool. cool. All right, so <laughs> he's talking about he's struggling. All right, so let's get yeah, back to it's a point. struggle. He's struggling he's, with keeping the law as a saved person. Okay. Right. Yeah. He's talking about okay. doing what's good. Right, he's like, but now there's no longer I who do it, but sin that dwells in me. For I know that in me, that is in my flesh, nothing good dwells. Not the Holy Spirit. What? The Holy Spirit is not dwelling in me at this time. In his flesh? In, in me, he says nothing good dwells in me. Yeah. Yeah, the Holy Spirit is not in him or the Holy wait, Spirit wait, wait, is in him? What verse are you talking about? Right? No, he's talking about according to his, according to him trying to be right. According to God, doing it in His strength. Why his isn't He strength. leaning on the Holy Spirit because to lead that's Him the, to help that's, that's Him? That's, 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 that's the next chapter, bro. That's the next chapter, bro. We're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. He's, he's walking he's you a, down. He's a baby Yo, it's Christian. a sequence, bro. <laughs> you gotta. That's why we need <laughs> to read the Word, B. No, let's not. Let's not get stuck. No, but the problem I'm with you guys is because we already started the chapter with Him addressing the people of the law, right? And Him being one of those people. He gives his personal experience mm -hmm. and trying to follow the law and the struggle. Mm -hmm. And he realized at the end of it, I'm a wretched man. I cannot save myself. Because that's what the law is saying. <laughs> the law is like, yo, you're trying to save yourself. You're doing it in your works. That's what so he what, comes to save, in that point. What do you mean by save? Save as in how? Meaning, please God. I'm trying to be righteous, right? Okay. The whole sequence of Romans. Right. In the right place. All right. I'm standing in righteousness. I'm no longer God's enemy. I'm all of that that we went through. Okay. Right? So in this part of Romans, he's giving his personal experience of his life as a Jew who was under the law. And then he was like, yo, I was good until the law revealed, no, you're not good. You're a sinner. Oh, and at the right. end of it, he says, oh, wretched man, who shall deliver me? Why is he saying hold that? Hold on, hold on. For the people out so, there, you decide. <laughs> on your own. Yeah, Everybody should do that. Well, Ralph, I mean, what well, we're saying, yeah, 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 yo, yeah, you decide on your own. <laughs> nothing that we say here is set in stone. All right? You, de you, de you pray to the Lord. What I'm saying is, Look at to the tone. Now, look I, at how he's speaking verse twenty-two in chapter six. I think verse twenty-two. And look at how he speak in chapter eight. No, and look at the contradictory things that he's saying. No, and, let, and this is my last statement. Personally, Paul would never talk like that. Hold on a second. The, the, does the Bible contradict itself? I, I didn't say the Bible. I'm asking you. Does no, the it Bible does not? All right. So. Our point of views, we don't see any contradiction <laughs> in scripture. Your so point I'm, of view, but I'm you asking, see a contradiction. I, what I'm asking you That's is, wrong. no, no. What I'm asking you is, what? 
Why is Paul contradicting what he said in chapter six by saying he's carnal? Because he's not contradicting himself. He's you're the only one here. You're the only one here that sees it as contradictory. Yeah, dog. Nobody else sees it. And what I'm saying is, scripture does not contradict itself. Yeah, because because the thing is that when you when you when you when you going back to that, you're going back to justification. Yes. What do you mean? What do you mean? Yes. That's what that's what you that's what you're doing. You're going back to explain it. that. You're saying that he's saying that uh this body of death, the sin and all of that, and this wretched man that I am. So you're saying he's speaking as Saul and now he's all wretched man that I am. So you're saying who's gonna deliver me or Jesus gonna deliver me? So now you're going back to him being saved, being born again, talking just about salvation. You're talking yeah. about salvation. We're not talking this about this is salvation. Saul talking. Saul was not <laughs> saved. That, that, but that's that's the problem. We that's don't the reason think that's why we disagree. That's, why? We don't think it's that's because, Saul because the first chapters are dealing with justification, salvation. Okay. The 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 second half is dealing with the second part of of the doctrine, the doctrine sanctification. of sanctification. Right. So now he's saying that I've been saved apart from the law. Now I'm gonna try to walk this walk and be sanctified by the law. I was like, oh no, I can't be sanctified by the law. Right. Oh, this wretched that's man not, I That's am. not what the, you got to say, he's trying to show you that's not what the law was here for. Yeah. He thought me following the law, understand, coming from old, listen, coming from Saul, you thinking that I can follow the, me following God's law is what's going to just, is what's going to justify me, right? Okay. He right. realized he can't do what, it. What I'm so saying. So now right. he's also realizing that dog, it's not going to sanctify me also. Either, right. I can't, what, no. you'll be, I can't, you, that's why he, just real quick, just listen. That's why he breaks down, dog, this is what the law was there to do. The law was to show me that I can't follow it. The law was to show me that I'm a sinner. Do you understand what I'm saying? It's, it, I understand what you're saying, like but that's not what I'm good. saying. I, I understand what you're saying. I know you, that's not what you're I'm saying. I'm telling you I, listen, that a regenerated, Paul, All right. a regenerated Paul, a regenerated Paul, he's understood grace grace who, smacked but who is he talking the face. to who he's talking he's to? talking with. to the jewish people that's what i'm saying where are they at are they where right. paul's at right guys we started and are, are they where paul's at do no. they have and that's what i'm saying he's giving this is saul this is saul he's talking to the sauls he's talking to the jewish people listen He's saying you're no longer under the law. And he gives you his example of the stuff I was going through when I tried to fulfill the law. How is that so hard for everybody to understand? I understand that. that. I see that. Like I, I, told, I said, I, totally I didn't never said I didn't see I that. I told you said because I told you the but, whole but, Eastern but, church. No, no. What I'm saying is that. you're saying that this is safe, Paul. And I, I disagree because so. okay. Safe Paul wouldn't talk like that. Okay, no problem. Safe Paul wouldn't say he's carnal. Safe Paul wouldn't say he's helpless. Chapter 8 is Safe Paul. He's okay. like, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit, Holy Spirit. Over here, he's I, 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 oh, wretched man that I am. Who's going to save you? What do you mean who's going to save you, Paul? You're saved. You're already saved. So let me ask you a question. Wait. There's no point in a, There's no point when a Christian first gets saved. This not applicable Bro, to them? that's not what I'm talking about. Okay. No, Let's no, keep it in. Is, no, and, no, I, no, and I already no, said, no, no, no. I already said yes. So, in principle. So that's what I'm saying. Nobody's trying to say your point of view is wrong. No, right. I'm not trying to say that. I yeah. get where that's applicable to a yeah. man who was religious, who was trying to follow the law. Like, bro, right. like Saul. I get it. Okay. But what we're trying to say also is that, dog, you have baby Christians here that... That were that were Jews that probably was where Paul was. Paul's like, I understand where you're at. When it comes to sanctification, he's that's why he's like, yo, dog, this law, dog, you have to understand you're not married to this law no more. It's dead to you. You're right. in Jesus Christ now. That's why he starts the whole chapter seven where he breaks it down. You who knows the law. Now we're dealing with the law and we're dealing as far as it's sanctifying you. That's why there's so many different parts in the you gotta understand. 
you had same thing with Galatians. You had Judaizers who was going to uh, uh, Gentiles telling them they have to be circumcised. You had you had Jews that were going to uh, Gentiles telling them they got to follow holy days and do this and do that. That this was a constant struggle. No, no. When it came listen, to listen, you're you're adding stuff in there that it doesn't say. It doesn't talk about Judaizers. It doesn't talk about yo. anything else. This already agreed that you could have newborn Christian that have this struggle. But again, my question is. Is that what Paul is saying over here? That Listen, was the only question. For of course, if you're a newborn, if you're a, a newborn Christian, these struggles is real. I, from the jump, I'm like, of course, in principle, that's true. But again, what is Paul saying, and why is he talking like that? If he's saved, but and why does the, his tone change? Because why, this why is what he, he dealt with why when he first he? got saved. Okay. How is it, does an unregenerated person have multiple laws in, living inside of them? Yes. They have the they have the law, the Mosaic law that he again. He, Paul just break, he broke it down. Okay. There's the Mosaic law that I want to follow, and then the so, Mosaic law. So you're oh, saying those guys had an inward man? The, their inward desire. No, no, no. This says inward man. Yeah, inward right? man. Inward man right. meaning the desire. No, meaning you're saved. That's not. Yes, what it it's is. Saying. Everything in here, all these verses talk about a desire coming from inside to do good. Mm. That's why I asked the same right. question. Right. Exactly. All, yeah. <laughs> so that's had, why. No, no. But listen, you got an inward okay, man. But hold on. But listen, hold on. Let him finish. Let but him finish. I see another law right. in my members, okay. right. warring against the law of my mind and okay. bringing me into captivity of the sin that we're no longer under. Okay. Okay. This is a this is a believer who's fighting yes. against sin. So, Struggling. So wait a second. No, no, no. Ask him. So which one is the mind and which one is his members? Yeah. His mind is the desire, right? His desire to follow God. And then you have the, sin, the sinful nature. So you telling so, me an unsaved man so has, has that desire, desire to please God? Yeah. You gotta be kidding me, son. That's that's why. Yo, you bugging, bro. How do bro? Cause, Yo, cause hold, on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Hold on, hold on. Pharisees, hold on. Let me ask you a question. Let with the Pharisees struggling. David, did David have the desire to please God? Yeah, but David was Can, saved. Yo, what, do you mean, what do you mean David was saved? Was he saved in what the context Paul is talking about? The Holy Spirit being in him. Right? Right here we're mm. talking about your inward desire and we're talking about the sinful flesh. When we go to 8, it's you, talking about the Holy Spirit in you. We're, we're in New Testament. We're New Testament we're talking about, right? We're talking after Jesus Christ. Listen, now Paul the Holy Spirit enters and believers. Paul is you, Paul memorizes scripture. He uses oh, reference that David spoke about. Well, he's listen, not using that listen, here. Listen, you have people that's Let's not saved. back in the context. You have like people you that's not say. saved. You have people that's not saved that have a desire for God. They have a desire to do good. But it's not the way it's supposed to be. They, they have a desire Paul, to do good, but Paul, is that listen, a war? Paul was, They're not warring. Listen, Paul thought he was doing the work of God when he was killing Christians. Right. He had a desire. He thought he was doing good, but he was wrong. Yeah, but, no, you, but what, that, is okay, that so, the same no, dude that so, we're talking about here? Hold on yes. one second, one second. You, okay, when, when, he, when so, he, was, so, was he was he struggling as a Pharisee? Yes. He, he's talking about it right here. He's, on the he's out, killing Christians, hold, but hold, he's No, no. I don't bugging, think he was struggling. You bugging. What do you mean he wasn't struggling? But he says it right here. But, okay, he was in the midst of all, like, so but all the other listen, Pharisees. Listen, you think, he says... You think that that's Saul on. talking. He that's says, the problem. Why does he say that the 10th no. law killed him? Why is he referring to the law if he's... Guys, come on. He's saved. Why is the law coming into the picture? You're saved by grace. Why is yeah. the 10th commandment destroying you? 
because he was trying to walk this walk. <laughs> he was trying to sanctify himself <laughs> through the law because that's law. all he After knew. After he was bro. saved. Yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah. That's all he what? knew. That, wait a second. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wait, wait. wait Yo, wait, man, close up no, and no, pray. No, Yo, on, we pray. Now we, right, we got to we'll finish the, nah, the nah, chapter. We'll come back. We'll come back. Now, now, say your point real quick. The last point I was going to say is that I mean, haven't you encountered tons of legalist Christians? Yeah, where all they the give, time. Where they give themselves all the laws, all their the own time. rules and regulations that I got to do this, this, this. I got to wear a skirt. So you're saying that right. was Paul. I got to follow yes. a certain So you're day. saying that was Paul. Yes. I'm, I'm saying it's not. Law. Okay, cool. I'm saying it's not. No problem. Did we finish? Yeah, we done. Yeah. Yeah, we finished. The whole right, chapter? No, we'll come back. We'll and come back finish. to it. Yeah. All right. You said seven and eight. We're gonna do uh twenty episodes, right? Yeah, we are, baby. That's right, what I'm so talking about. So heaven, heavenly Father, Heavenly Father, <laughs> <laughs> Lord, forgive us if we're sharpening each other a little bit too much. But we love you, and we love your word. As you can see, we love dissecting it. We love what it brings out in us. Just uh the desire to be closer to you. And I pray that those people who are watching, Lord, I pray that you would let them see that this is. The, the, these um you know quote unquote confrontations lord this this is it's a holy desire lord within each and every one of us to understand your word and may each of these people watching or listening may you just all grant them that desire lord that they may just get home and immediately open up the scripture and dive into the word so lord we love you until next time be with us and protect us in your name i pray amen amen, amen. your comment what you believe